You see them often, maybe every day, maybe far less often. They open your car doors at carpool. They wave hello as you drive in. They teach classes, they coach, advise, they lead, they write, they inspire. They keep the facilities humming, the bills paid, the food served hot and delicious, and so much more. But how much do we really know about each other? Everyone here at Shadyside Academy has a story, and in learning other stories, we can create a more connected and inclusive community. I'm Chad Green, Dean of Student and Residential Life at the Senior School. And I'm Lauren Lieberman, Director of College Counseling. Welcome to Beyond Hello, a podcast production bringing you stories from the people who shape our community. Wow, well, that was fun. We've just finished up our conversation with Shelby today. Chad, what did you think? Yeah, it was cool uh, just to have a chance. I mean, Shelby's one of those people who, you know, you see her every day, pretty much. Uh, and she's always kind of helping in some facet of what's happening uh, in our dining hall or through catering. And, you know, she's always got a warm smile and just kind of brightens everybody's day. But she also, and she has like an official role that she talks about in the in you know our interview, obviously. But I, I've also seen her just do so many different jobs, right, within the context of, of our food service providers and just the care that that she uh, provides to our kids and, and to us as faculty. You know, it was just fun to kind of bring some of that uh, to, to light in, in a more intentional fashion. How about, how about you? Yeah, I, I totally agree. Shelby is one of these people who we rely on a lot and um, she kind of is able to really seamlessly and make it look effortless to support whether we say, um, we have an admissions dean here this morning and we wanna be able to provide breakfast. So can we do that in 15 minutes in our office? and that happens or we have an event that has lots and lots of people whatever we have ever needed. She has been there to help us with a warm smile on her face. And I, it's just really fun to, to have somebody who really plays a behind the scenes role and um, get to know them a little bit better. Yeah, and you know, the other thing that strikes me about her is that she's just, she's kind of unflappable. Like you throw those last minute kinds of requests at her or, you know, something isn't going right. And she's still like Shelby with a smile. And, and I think that's partly her professionalism, but it's also just really who she is. And that, that was fun to kind of, you know, you can just tell um, from, from talking to her more that she's a really uh, dynamic and, and great person. Yeah, I totally agree. Now in week 10 of not being in the school dining hall, I think I am speaking not just for me, but for many others, missing her and that crew and all they provide. It's not, it's not going away. Week by week, I am really missing that dining hall. Absolutely. Yeah, big shout out to the entire uh, Mets crew and uh, excited to uh, hear what Shelby's got to say. to the next episode. Here we are of Beyond Hello, episode nine, and we have a very special guest with us today, 
Shelby Hetler. Welcome to Beyond Hello, Shelby. Hi, guys. How are you? We're good. We're good. Yeah. And we're especially happy to see you. Shelby see you. is one of the people who makes all the folks at the senior school probably the most happy on a day-to-day -day basis because Shelby is a huge part of giving us the thing we look forward to most in our day, and that is our food and our substance. So, so good to see you. Uh, Shelby, tell us a little bit about what you do at Shadyside. So I am the catering manager, so I do any caterings that happen on campus, and then if there's bigger caterings happening between the other campuses, I obviously help out with those. So, and then whenever I don't have caterings going on, I help out between anywhere needed, whether it's the cafe or the dining hall or over at middle school, country day, junior school, anything like that. So anything food related, I'm pretty much there. So tell us a little bit about what it takes to plan and feed in a system like Shadyside Academy. You've got these different campuses, you've got borders, you've got all these events that you're catering for. Like, what does a typical day look like for you? Or how do you think about the planning and execution of the stuff that you have to do? Uh, that's a good question. Um, a lot of communication, that's one thing. Like, we just try to keep everyone involved as much as we can communicating wise, and then just every day is a little different, some days, seem a little repetitive, but every day is different. So I can't even say that it's a typical, what's your schedule today? Like, but we just try to make everyone happy and make sure we're doing the best that we can on our end. And like on average, around how many events are there in a week or a month? Um, for week-wise, we at least have something going on every day. So I'll say maybe like five to six days out of the week. So some days we don't have things going on maybe Monday through Friday, but we have caterings going on on like Saturday or Sunday, whether it's a banquet or admissions or the Hillman series, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. And then I imagine that there are like different times of year where like you have like a lot of stuff, right? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Um, more in like the fall and then towards the end of the year. So, you know, like the into the school year and then out of the school year. So. Yeah. And how long have you been in this role? I have been doing this with Shadyside for four years. And I, before the Shadyside, I was doing catering as well at uh, Towson University in Maryland. So that was so I've been doing the whole catering for about six years. Interesting. So as I understand it, um, in, you know, in my opinion, in my lens, you work with me at Shadyside. But as I understand beyond that surface level, you're, you're not like you're not a Shadyside employee. You work for a food service Mets and Mets is with Shadyside. Is yes. that how it works? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like so, we we w don't work exactly for Shady Side, but Shady Side is still our boss as well. 
Got it. And what drew you to this kind of work? Like, how did you end up in this work? And what specifically about schools was part of that? I actually started in the whole hospitality industry as a hostess at a restaurant and then just kind of grew from there and learned different things and just kept trying new things to see what was my niche and got into catering and just loved it. And I'm not sure how I ended up at a school, but I'm not mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) What, what do you like most about what you do? The people. I like seeing everything come together and then everyone, as far as like the guest, everyone's reactions of Mm -hmm. yeah, the people. Now that you're working uh, in the context of a school uh, and really schools, like you said, you you do work at the elementary level, you're at Country Day, you might be at the junior school, you're over at the middle school, you're primarily, I guess, at the high school. But when you think back to kind of your own experience as a student, what like, tell us a little bit about what you were like as a student, you know, or, or your high school experience, for example. Um, I was a good student. I like went to school, did my work, you know, did what you had to do. Um, I was just pretty much the social butterfly. Like my parents always joke, like, how did you get such good grades when you just mainly went to school to socialize? I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I went, did what I needed to do. I was involved in a lot of activities and just kept my grades up and stayed out of trouble. Nice. Did you, did you have a favorite, when you think back to, you, to the adults in your life as a high school, did you have a favorite teacher or a favorite person at school that, you know, really kind of made a difference for you? I remember my second grade teacher. She, she was, I mean, second grade obviously seems so long ago now that I think about it, but she just made you feel like you were at home. Like some kids were still a little weary about being away from parents and things like that, but she just welcomed everyone with open arms. And if I see her out and about now, it's still the same way. She'll give you a hug and well, not right now, but yeah, she'll, yeah. you know, <laughs> communicate with you just like a normal day and you're still in her classroom. Is there a time when in your, maybe in your school experience or work, work life, like post-school, like a time that you can tell us about where you really questioned your path? I mean, I think, you know, we, as educators, we think about development in adolescence is certainly, um, you know, it's not linear, like it's, it's messy. And so there are these moments where we experience uncertainty, you know, maybe, maybe a lot like the time that we're living in right now, but like on a, on a more personal level, um, can you tell us about a time where you, you know, quote unquote failed or, or really questioned your path in some way? I would have to say when I decided to move out of Pennsylvania, I knew one person in Maryland and I just decided I'm going to go live in Maryland. (laughs) Like, so like that that was, I don't know if like, that was just like, you had to like think about it yourself and am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? But it all works out. Yeah. What what was the most, I guess, what was, was there something about that transition that surprised you? Like what was, was there something, was it easier or more difficult than you thought it would be or? It was actually easier than what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Wasn't at first you're scared, but then just do it. Right. 
Um, well, one of the questions we ask all of our guests is what, what is something you're doing now that you didn't think you'd be doing just a few years ago? Currently enjoying summer and well, <laughs> what kind of summer we're having right now, but um, I would say being in a management role, like I wasn't mm -hmm. sure if I would ever get to that point. So I'm glad that I am. Yeah. Do you have aspirations to, to be, you know, um, in a role that would be, um, you know, even higher in the, in the kind of food chain, I guess, bad pun there. Um, but, um, you know, do you, is that something that you're, you aspire to? I would like to, so I would like to continue to grow and move forward with things and learn and experience. So from what you're saying, it sounds like, did you grow up in Pittsburgh? Like wh where did you grow up? Where was high school? I grew, I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Trenum and I went to Highlands High School. So public school and mm -hmm. pretty much here my whole life. Went to Point Park and things mm -hmm. like that. So just one day just took a leap and went to Maryland and then yeah, Pittsburgh's still home. So came back. And do you now, do you, are you doing the, the stereotypical Pittsburgher thing? Like, are you back in the same neighborhood? Do you live oh, in, yeah. do, you, do you, do you live in a house that has been owned by your family for multiple generations? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> so Typical, was, that, yes. was it the house you grew up in? Yes. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. So. And um, who do you live in, who lives in your house with you? Uh, my parents. So. Oh, your parents live in your house? Yeah. Yeah. And do you have kids there as well or no? Nope. Wow. And do you have the same bedroom? Are you sleeping in your childhood bedroom? <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we, we share the Pittsburgh boomerang trait, Shelby. I was also born and raised here and went away for a bit and came back. I'm not living in the house that I grew up in, but I do live about five minutes away from where I grew up and I work at the high school I went to. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of comfort in that. And uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan, at least for now, I'm a fan. So uh, Chad stole a little bit of the um, kind of the looking forward that we typically get to around this part of the conversation. I think now we have a pretty good understanding of kind of where you came from. Um, and at this particular moment, right, we're in the COVID pandemic, we're uh, in an economic time that is pretty challenging. We're watching events unfold across our country that are pretty hard to watch, events across the world that are troubling. I mean, where to even start on things that you might be wrestling with, or maybe it's just how you spend this large amount of time at at home. Um, but tell us about one, one or two things that you are wrestling with right now, and then one or two things that you are hopeful for in the future. Is it weird to say that I have a severe case of FOMO right now? Like, I know no one's really out doing anything, but I'm just like, <laughs> should I be doing something? Am I supposed to be home? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, I don't know. That's, one thing that like I've been in my head dealing like thinking about yeah. I'm just like am I supposed to be going places like yes we're getting moved to all these different go like 
green and things, but should I still be going places? I'm not sure. Yeah. But, um, but then like some things that I'm hopeful for is for people to start connecting more with one another. Like we, I think we take advantage of just like physically seeing people, but we might not say hi to them or anything like that, but like just to like get to know new people a little bit and connect Mm -hmm. on different levels with them. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you know, (laughs) that's why we're doing what we're doing through this. And um, I think I'm with you. I think it's really important. And this time has certainly, I think, made us all appreciate what that connection does for people day to day. Cause then when you don't have it, it's hard. I think that's actually one of the things I may have said this before in the podcast, but I think that's one of the things that I've missed the most. And I, I don't think it's necessarily that I've missed it, but I really appreciate all of the communication that happens in those casual interactions with others. And I, it took me about three or four weeks of this process to realize that that was really impacting my, it was impacting work because we, I didn't have the hallway conversations and you didn't run into people and you, you know, you, it jogs your memory and you're like, Oh, I forgot to tell you, we're going to do this or, you know, and, and then you lose track of who knows what. And if your entire life is on zoom, it just gets really confusing because you don't remember who was in that meeting and who, you know, in, and you don't have the benefit of those casual interactions. I, I definitely am with you on that. You shared one of your um, professional goals, but um, do you have any professional, other professional or, or maybe personal goals for yourself for the future? Are there things that, that you're thinking about going forward? Personally, just to stay more active, like with this whole quarantine, it's kind of have no choice but to do some things physical at home, but just to continue like learning different things. Great. Well, let's move into our lightning round or quick fire questions. Uh, So these are sort of short questions. Um, And the first one is just what, what's your sort of walkout or your get psyched song? Uh, anything share. I love share. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, yeah, if I knew shares catalog better, I'm trying to think of, uh, do you believe? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not even exactly sure what song, but anything share. Anything share. All right. Awesome. (laughs) Favorite. This is a good one for you. Uh, favorite food or best thing you've eaten. I'll take best thing I've eaten was tiramisu in Rome like that hands down but like my favorite food I don't know that's a good one chicken I I love chicken (laughs) I want I want to add one in here what is your favorite thing that you serve at school like what is your favorite thing is there anything that you put out for other people that you like keep your eye on and you're like I'm definitely having some of that today oh that's a good one that's hard so many things. The banana cake. Oh yeah, the banana cake. Um, I don't know. I have a sweet tooth, so anything yeah. dessert. Yeah, maybe one of those cakes for the border dinners. That we oh yeah. Dinner. Oh my gosh, Tiffany's incredible. Um, 
Is there is there anybody? This is off off script, but is there anybody in particular on the Mets crew that you really miss interacting with? <laughs> I'll say Rosie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think I think we all miss <laughs> yeah. we all miss Rosie. We all need a little Rosie in our life. Like, I miss everyone, but Rosie yeah. just comes right to mind. Right. Yeah. No, it's like Rosie deficit. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, have you, uh, have you read a book recently or, um, what, you know, even not recently that you, that you really enjoyed and that you would recommend to others? Um, not recently, but probably, well, like within the past year, um, the silent patient hmm. that was by uh, Alex, I want to say Michaels, but that's not the correct last name, but that was, it was pretty interesting. It's kind of a thriller. Pa- Great. One thing that you've changed your mind about? Technology. (laughs) I used to be like one of those people that's like, oh, everyone's always on their phone, but now this is, (laughs) this is what we're doing. So, but I mean, obviously it's beneficial for us right now. So. Right. And uh, what's your, what's your, if you could, maybe if you could have one or maybe you have one, maybe you have a secret weapon or uh, a superpower. Uh, what would that be? Superpower. I would like to fly. I think that would be fun. <laughs> Get to places faster. Right. Yeah. 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 Less traffic. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as we as we bring this conversation to a close, um, we like to sort of think about one thing that that you hope. What is one actionable personal challenge for our listeners something that you would challenge us to do better as a community go more green like just even like within myself it's like we've I've been trying to recycle more and less waste and just clean up litter just try to be a little bit more mindful of things like that well, I, I, um, I have definitely been thinking about that and I appreciate that. And I wonder about when we're back at school, hopefully, and everything has to be so sanitized, um, often that creates more waste. And you kind of watched it happen right before we left school, but even during this time, now everything's packaged, wrapped, and in that, all the, it, it sort of felt like all those years of building towards, you know, less waste. It was like, it went by the wayside and all of a sudden, all that packaging just flooded back in. I'm very curious to see what will come of that, especially as we kind of come out of this time or, or transition deeper into it, what, you know, what that's going to look like. I agree. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, Shelby, thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's been great to to talk more and get to know you a little bit more. And um, you're definitely one of the folks at at JD side who I think, you know, everyone like really, really appreciates, you know, a lot of it is a lot of what you do is sort of behind the scenes and by design, you know, if you're doing a good job, it's almost like your people aren't supposed to notice you on some level. Right. But with catering and everything else, but um, you know, you're, uh, in my estimation, like your um, just your your warm and welcoming and kind of friendly face makes a huge difference uh, for our, for our community, for our kids, and and certainly for us as faculty. Thank you, guys. It's nice to see you, and 
hope to see you in person soon. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Shelby. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond Hello. There's no greater way for us to understand one another and our worlds than to connect through our stories and experiences. Be sure to check out the highlights and details from each conversation in the episode notes. You can also drop us a line at beyondhellopodcast at gmail.com to share your thoughts and ideas with us. We'd love to hear from you. A special thanks to all who have helped us with this project, including, but not limited to, James Knox for his technical production expertise, Chase Maybald, Shadyside Class of 2018, and Mason Tomlin, Shadyside Class of 2020 for music production, Nancy Wang, Shadyside Class of 2021 for our artwork, and the countless hosts of various podcasts that have inspired us to step up and create one of our own. I'm Lauren Lieberman. And I'm Chad Green. And we thank you sincerely for going with us beyond hello.